Um, the online seminars are presented by the Institute for Ibn Arabi Studies at the Karim Foundation, the Institute for Sufi Studies at Yuskadar University, in collaboration with the uh, Muhyiddin Ibn Arabi Society. Uh, just a little information, Karim Foundation and Turkish Women Cultural Associations, they are NGOs focusing on Sufi studies. Uh, we try to establish uh, academical networks and uh, initiations academic, uh, of academic partnerships with the vision of one of the greatest 20th uh, century Sufis of Istanbul called Kenan Rifai. Uh, the Institute for uh, Sufi studies at Yuskadar University is one of those initiations actually. And uh, I, uh, as you know, the Muhyiddin Ibn Arabi Society is an NGO to promote a greater understanding of the work of the great Muhyiddin Ibn Arabi and his followers has members from uh, 30 countries and it's a very prestigious um, party. Now, um, I'm, I'm happy to present Mahmoud Erol Kılıç, who is my teacher, who was my teacher actually. Um, it would be probably would take us less time if I had told you what he was not, but I have to tell about what he is. So I'm just gonna talk about some highlights. As as of right now, he's the um, he is the director of general director general of the research center for Islamic history, art, and culture of the organization of Islamic cooperation. Uh, not too long ago, uh, he was the ambassador of the Republic of Turkey, uh, Republic of I'm sorry, <clears throat> Republic of Turkey to the Republic of Indonesia. Um, and if I have to read all his uh, qualities, it would take a long time. He's a writer, he's a professor, he's a journalist, he's a teacher. And most of all, I guess, uh, although he's not going to confess, he's a great Sufi. And I'm just going to thank you very much for bearing with me. And I'm going to leave uh, everything to Mahmoud Rokulic now. Thank you very much. Uh, I would like to begin with uh, thanking to all uh, uh, who afford uh, to realize uh, this event, uh, starting with Ibn Arabi Society in Oxford and Kenan Foundation in Istanbul and Iskudar University in Istanbul, and to whom are watching uh, behind the screen to us. Uh, I'd like to say hello, uh, salam to all uh, who are uh, watching and listening to us. Salam from Istanbul. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I would like to uh, emphasize today's topic. I choose uh, a contemporary con uh, contemporary a follower of the Ibn Arabi. Why I choose this person? First of all, although Ibn Arabi is a universalist person, uh, but one his leg was uh, based on, stand on a tradition, which is uh, uh, he is coming from, his background, 
and with the other leg he was traveling he was like a compass example which uh, Mevlana and some other Sufis also using this uh, symbol uh, he was uh, uh, traveling all over the world all over the his caravan visiting all over the uh, faiths and all humanity but uh, my leg uh, of course is one of my leg is standing in my culture which is istanbul i was born in istanbul that's why i prefer to uh, to give an example from uh, our history Ibn Arabi's followers all over the world. Ibn Arabi, as I told you, uh, he is a sense of uh, universalist thinker based in the Islamic tradition, but his ideas is more, more metaphysical and uh, uh, more uh, comprehensive than what we thought, actually what he left physical his physical body also uh, came to this land as you may know that around 10 years he spent in on the anatolian soil in, on the anatolian land he entered to anatolia and spent nearly uh, nine years in malatya then sivas uh, then konya and he went to Damascus and he died there. Uh, during his staying here, actually physical visiting, and he left some sprint behind him. The, uh, the second stage of the interpretation of a finger is more important for, for us, for contemporary uh, followers because Ibn Arabi was the receiver of the uh, let's say intuition uh, ilham he was the he himself was the receiver the problem is like uh, all prophets prophets was uh, were all of them were receiver of the uh, revelation wahi then the his followers their followers who are who came after them uh, they interpret the revelation on the way which they understood so ibn arabi's understanding also in front of us another it remains as a problem actually it is not a problematic but a problem uh, itself so uh, uh, as much as we uh, want to deeply to this ocean, uh, then we can uh, take out some uh, pearls from this ocean. Ibn Arabi, as you know, uh, left behind him uh, a very important commentator of him, uh, his nephew, he is uh, Sadratin al Konevi. Through Konevi, uh, uh, a gate to east it is opening as you know Ibn Arabi came far west from Andalusia to the Middle East 
but the gate uh, opens with the Sadat Inel Konevi. His ideas, his insights goes to to east, starting with Sadat Inel Konevi, then Abdurazak Kausha, Meyedetin Jendi from El Gent, from Gent, Central Asia. Then Abdurazak Kaushani, Saidetin Fergani, and it comes to Dawud al Kayseri, uh, who is very important uh, figure of the Akbarian lines in the beginning of the Ottoman Empire. So, uh, starting with Dawud al Kayseri, ending with Ahmed Amni Konuk, uh, around seven centuries of the uh, Ottoman Sufi tradition. Uh, survived, more or less survived up to now. Although we witnessed some political and bureaucratical changing, but spread is continuing, I believe so. This continuation of the spread is very important in the Ibn Arabi's thought and Ibn Arabi's school, because Ibn Arabi, as you know, as all you know, that Ibn Arabi himself, he says that he received a commandment from Prophet Muhammad in his uh, lucid dream, let's say, or in a, uh, a spiritual stage. Actually, it is not a just a dream, a spiritual stage. The... Uh, the title of uh, the the title of manuscript actually it was not written yet, but the title was the the sources of the wisdom, which is called Fisuzul Hikam, was given to him by Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu to him directly, as he explained at the beginning of Fisuzul Hikam, and uh, he says that, and Prophet says that took it, took it. Uh, so he said that I, I take it. It is my pleasure to obey God and his messenger and the rulers among us, he says. So Ibn Arabi says that I realize that my hope to explain the book to the people just as the messenger of God defined for me, he says, and making no addition or diminution of it. Uh, why I start with this uh, quotation from Ibn Arabi, because later on we saw the same spiritual lineage is continuing. For example, some of you uh, may know that there is a third generation after Sadratin al-Konevi, it comes Saudi Fergani. Saudi Fergani wrote the book which is called in Persian Masharuk Derari. And in Masharuk Derari, what is this book? It's a commentary on Ibn al Farad poem. At the beginning of this book, he says that in Persian. Uh, he wrote this book is twice. First, he wrote in Persian, 
Masharuk Zerari. Then he himself translated this book with enlarged edition into Arabic. So we have two books which are based on the same approach, same uh, knowledge, but in different style, different language. First, the original text in, in Persian, then he himself uh, translated into uh, Arabic with the uh, enlarged version. In the Persian, Persian version, he says that, you know, this book was registered under his name. If you go to any library, you will see this book under the title of Saiduddin al-Fargani. But if you read the beginning, he says that this book was a notebook of the classes which I was attending, classes of Sadradin al-Konevi, who was explaining, uh, he was giving the courses on Ibn al-Fard's poem. He comments, who is Sadatir al-Konavi, commented on the uh, Sadat, uh, uh, Ibn al-Fard's poetry. And uh, I, I attended this class and I took notes from that. So, which means that this book, although it was written, registered under the name of the uh, Sadatin Fergani, this book actually originated from the uh, moth of Sadatin al-Konevi. So, this book is belonged to Konevi. But Konevi, we know historically that Konevi started his classes in Damascus, then moved to uh, Cairo than to Konya. So three different locations, he continued commentary, made, making commentary on the Ibn al-Farad. But when we read Konevi, Konevi says that, this is very important, uh, what he was saying, what he was confessing. When I was doing my classes on the poetry of the Ibn al-Farad, before coming to the public, coming to the audience, in front of the audience, I was meditating in a room, and I was asking from the spirit of my master, who is Sheikh al-Akbar, Muhyiddin Darabi, and he was explaining to me what I will tell, so when I will go there, I was explaining what I was taught by my Sheikh Al-Akbar. So you see, can you follow the lineage? Can you follow the line goes back to, although it is written under the name of Sadat uh, Fergani, goes back to Konevi, then to Ibn al-Arabi. And Ibn al-Arabi says that I was taken it from Prophet Muhammad. And Prophet Muhammad in Quran says that, so he was taken from Allah, from God. So when we see this spiritual lineage and uh, the line, uh, we believe that it is continued. It has been continued for centuries and centuries to uh, from heart, 
pure heart to the another pure heart. So up to uh, Ahmed uh, Amini Konuk, uh, who is I'm trying to uh, uh, focus on, introduce to you this uh, contemporary Ekberian commentator on philosophy cam. First of all, I would like to uh, show you uh, what was his spiritual background. This lineage comes from this line. So Davudul Kayseri also was taken from uh, Abdurazak al-Kashani. Kashani or Kasani, there is a different interpretation. Some say that Kasani, if it is Kasan, Kasan from Central Asia. If it is Kashan, Kashan in Iran. But the uh, oldest copies, it says that Kasan from Central Asia, like Muyyad in Al Jandi. So, starting with this, we have to, in front of our eyes, we have to keep in mind that still uh, Ibn Arabi's line continuing up till now from the beginning with a spiritual masters from masters to masters sometimes from masters to the pupil from master to student and continuing uh, sender and receiving there is a trait between them there is a link between them so who is uh, well, be, before introducing Ahmed Avnikonik, I would like to say a few words about Davudul Kayseri or friend. Third uh, speaker will be uh, Muhtar Ali. Uh, inshallah, we'll be focusing on him. His commentary on Fisusulikam, especially the Mukaddima, the in Introduction to his commentary, Davudul Kaiser's commentary, was considered by many a good introduction, prolemagna to the Akbarian thought. Even some manuscripts we witnessed, we saw uh, separated, they have taken out from the large volume and considered as a separate book this introduction actually it is not separate book it is an uh, introduction of Susul Hikam so Dawudul Kayseri although he was not a classical Sufi Khanikahi Darvishi Khanikahi which means a Sufi residing inside a Tekya Khanikah Dargah or Ribat or uh, any Sufi lodges. He is a bureaucrat and he is a, uh, let's say, madrasa teacher. So he, with him, Akbarian thought amalgamate into a madrasa system, which is very important. Madrasa system, which means Madrasa is where the religious language, religious terminology, religious sciences 
were being taught to students, but with the amalgamation of the Akbarian thought very important. Uh, can you imagine if Susu Hikam was being taught in the madrasa system, in the religious seminary in a, in a sense. So uh, the, the students at the time were Taliban. Can you imagine Taliban means who are making Talib, demanders, students, just make a comparison between 700 years ago's Taliban and today's Taliban. So the curriculum and mindset was completely changed. They take out Sufism, take out Sufi sciences or esoteric sciences or Ibn al-Arabi's thought out of the curriculum of the madrasa system than very dry and very uh, narrow-minded students was grow up. So I cannot accuse of these young generations. The system, I, I have to focus on the curriculum system and the philosophy behind the madrasa. That's why Dawudul Kayseri very important. He was the first commander of Fususul uh, Hikam in the land of Anatolia, in the land which we were living now. So starting with Davudul Kayseri, then it comes another person, another important person between Davudul Kayseri and Ahmed Avni Konuk, very famous person who is uh, who names is Abdullah al-Bosnevi, Abdullah al-Bosnevi, from Bosnia originally, and he studied in Cairo, in Istanbul, and he passed away, he died in Konya, he resides in Konya. He wrote, again, he wrote a commentary on Fususurikan twice. First, he wrote it in Turkish, in Ottoman Turkish. Then he made it again, slightly different, not too much difference. We can say that translate into Arabic, but with some corrections or some editions actually. And he wrote commentary on Fisusulikam in Ottoman Turkish, then Arabic. Both of them, it is not published as a, a with a critical edition. Arabic text still remains in uh, manuscript, but the Ottoman Turkish were being printed in Bulak, and the late Bülent Rauf, Rahimahullah, translated into English this book, with the small mistakes of attributing his name uh, from Bosnevi to Bursevi. The Bursevi's commentary actually belongs to Bosnevi. Bursevi, Bosnevi in Arabic script is very similar. So it doesn't matter who wrote it, but very important commentary. Just for your information, for the uh, audience uh, presence here, I would like to 
informed that I myself edited the Arabic text of Bosnevi, Arabic uh, commentary on Fesusli Cam. I already finished it. And with one of my friends who edited the Ottoman text, and she is ending, she is coming to end to finalize his corrections. When she finished, we are waiting for her, then we will publish it face to face, page by page, Arabic commentary with the Ottoman commentary side by side. So it will be a good edition, inshallah, maybe four or five volumes altogether. Uh, then we can compare, we can read Ottoman text with Arabic text altogether. Both of them was written by himself, by Abdullah Bosnevi. So another important person from the ancestors, spiritual ancestors of the Ahmed Amnikonuk was very famous Mawlavi Sheikh Ismail Rusuhidada, Ismail Ankaravi, who, who wrote a commentary on Masnavi Rumi, Masnavi Mevlana Jalalatin Rumi, with the Akbarian understanding, with the Ibn Arabi's terminology. So it was uh, published in Ottoman language, uh, this book, and never rendered into Latin, and translated into Persian with Khanum He She translated from Ottoman Turkish directly to Persian and published in Iran nearly 20 years ago, still out of print now. Uh, it needs uh, again to print and never translated into any Western languages. Who, why was the important this person for Ahmed Avni Konuk? The Ankaravi Dede was important because he was the first person says that we suck to milk from to mother, Ibn Arabi and Mevlana. So he confessed that we combine those founding fathers, two founding fathers of the Ottoman spirituality, one side from Ibn Arabi, the other one, Mevlana Jalatin Rumi, and make it combine in one spiritual source. After him, this line continued up to Ahmed Avni Konuk. So now we can enter Ahmed Avni Konuk and uh, say something about him. Ahmed Avni Konuk was born actually, well, uh, the Abdullah Bosnevi's, uh, uh, Abdullah Bosnevi's, uh, for, for whom interested in Abdullah Bosnevi's uh, commentary, his name is Tejalliyat Arais in Nusus. This book is under the title Tejalliyat Arais in Nusus, Fi Shatil Fusus. 
Ahmed Hamdi Konuk was born in 1869 in Istanbul and his father Musa Kazım Bey and his mother is Fatima Zehra Hanım. Ahmed Hamdi Bey graduated from uh, when he graduated from primary school he memorized Quran all Quran. His on his life and on his uh, on his works, there are a few studies has been done on him. One of them is one book published recently on his life and his thought uh, by Savash Bakhtin, and the person another professor who wrote a. English article nearly 20 years ago, Professor Tahir Uluç, one of our friends, who wrote on his life, on his thought, and he translated into English the first nearly five or six pages from his commentary into English. So uh, mostly I am uh, based on both two sources, uh, Tahir Ulus and Savash Bakhtin's uh, books, and I combined them. So uh, when he was nine, around nine and ten years old, first his father passed away, then uh, very short, uh, he lost his mother. So he became orphan, and he was transferred to Daru Shafaka, in uh, last years of Ottoman Empire, this school was school for orphans, graduated from uh, this school. Sultan Abdulhamid II appointed him as a postal clerk and in post office. Actually, he uh, was working in the PTT. We call it PTT. He was a uh, post officer. And then he entered Mektebi Hukuki Shahane. Mektebi Hukuki Shahane, a royal uh, faculty of law. So he graduated from the University of Royal Faculty of Law. So he was a lawyer at the beginning. And uh, with a degree of honor. And he served 43 years on different posts in this department and retired in 1933, till 1933, with different stages, different ranks. He, around 30 years, he worked in post office, in post, postal service, uh, late Ottoman Empire. He, Department of Post, Department of Telegraph, and Department of Telephone. And it is, he was very well versed in Arabic, in Persian, and in French as well, as all last Ottoman intellectuals. Uh, he was a Francophone, oh, they were speaking very well very well versed in uh, French languages. 
He died on 1939 and was buried in the Mekhezefendi Cemetery in Istanbul. So, 1939, actually it is not very long life he lived. And for your information, when he lived and while he was working in a bureaucratic, in the bureaucracy, and also the world situation was under the terrible circumstances of the First World War. So during the First World War, everyone was fighting. He was reading Prusus, he was reading Mesnevi and making a commentary. So we just uh, have to keep in our mind or in imagination. He was a Sufi, initiated into Mevlevi order. From initiatical point of view, he was a practical Sufi, entered Mevlevi order by Esatted of Salonika. Esatted was his sheikh, Esatted from Salonika, nowadays in Greece. Esatted a very important person who wrote commentary and he, uh, he uh, taught at the same time Mesnevi together. So Ahmed Damni took this example from his master, from his sheikh. By the way, just for extra information, uh, Mehmet Esadere's ancestors, grandfather, uh, has been said that uh, were, was Jewish origin and converted to the Islam. So his grandfather converted to Islam uh, from Judaism, from Salonika, and he settled down in Istanbul. Uh, and he studied with many, many, many masters. taught public courses after the congregation prayer on Fridays, Juma prayers, and after afternoon prayer in the month of Ramadan at Fatih Mosque. In addition, he taught special courses at the Chayyala Madrasa after the dawn prayer on Tuesdays. In the second type of courses, he taught Rumi's Masnavi and Ibn Arabi's Vesusuli camp. In the public at the mosque, he was teaching, he was actually preaching in a general sense with a Sufi test, but more technical classes he was doing in Chayyala Madrasa in a private, with a private and elected people in a private, let's say, classroom or uh, atmosphere. He taught Rumi, he taught Ibn al-Arabi's Fususilkem and Mahmoud Shabistari's Gulshan Raz. Ahmed Amni Efendi and some other friends, his friends, attended the classes after the dawn prayer until the death of 
their master. It seems Ahmed Damni accurates most of his erudition from this man, from Asad Dede, and drew upon the education in writings, his commentaries on Mesnevi and the Fusus. So I just omit more tale about Esad Dede, but Esad Dede also is an important Mevlevi figure with the same line of the Ibn al-Arabi and Mevlana together he was taken. Uh, started with uh, Rusuhi Dede, actually. Ahmed Avni Konuk, Halil Jan mentions that in the year 1925, a Swedish scholar came to Istanbul, actually Karvet, he didn't mention his name, but his name is Karvet, and he made Mehmed Aini, the famous philosopher, famous professor of philosophy, died in 1945 in Istanbul University at the time, Darul Kunun. He was teaching uh, uh, philosophy. And this scholar, Swedish scholar, met Aini and asked from Mehmed Ali Aini about Ahmed Avni Konuk. And he wanted to meet him and and kiss his hands. I said that I want to meet him and kiss his hands. And Aini replied that he didn't know someone by this name. And being surprised by this reply, the Swedish scholar said, how do you not know such a person? We read his essays published in the European journal. He's a very valuable scholar. Because Ahmed Aini's some articles were published in, in a very limited edition of the Robert College newsletter. He wrote some uh, articles in Robert College newsletter, translated into some foreign languages, and they were written from them. Ahmed Avni, beside being a Sufi, he was a musician, he was a composer, the very skilled musician and poet. He took his first music courses from Ayubi Zekaidede, and when he was a student at the Darushafaka, because at Darushafaka, Darushafaka is a high school, by the way, music teacher was Zekaidede at the Darshafaka High School. So Ahmed Amni, uh, young Ahmed Amni, uh, was one of his uh, students there. He was so excellent in music theory that he could produce a song depending only on the definitions found in the Edwar books. You know, Kitabul Edwar is very important books on the theory of the music, starting from Meragi and Ibn Sina and Meragi. Many, many scholars has written on this. And he composed 
Ahmed Amni Efendi composed very lengthy makam, which is called Çarınatık. He himself composed this makam. He is considered one of the last representative of Itri school. Ahmed Amni Efendi was considered as uh, one of the last representative of the Itri school in Turkish classical music. He was a poem. He, he was a poet. He wrote some poem. He versified some of the Arabic and Persian lines. And his works is very important. Just, I would like to uh, count some of his works because he's a prophetic writer on the field of Sufism, poetry, music, exceed 30, around 30 books. The cardinal role which took place in the field of Sufism in particular and in the Ottoman intellectualism in general, is that he rendered the works of Ibn Arabi and Rumi all together. His monumental work, besides commentary on Fisusulikam, which I will enter a little bit later, was his very important commentary on Mesnevi Sharif. Mesnevi, Manevi, Mevlana'yı, Celaleddin Rumi. This work is composed of 34 notebooks and uh, preserved in the Konya Mevlana Museum. The author wrote it between the years 1929 and 1937. Actually, just the Second World War started. This commentary and Fisus, commentary on Fisusulikam actually was unlucky books. Unlucky uh, in a sense that in 1923, there was a revolution in Turkey. Then it follows this some uh, cultural uh, change in, in the society. In 1998, as all we know, uh, one of the pillars of the Republican revolutions was on the change in the script from Arabic script, script to Latin script. When it happened, many books were written in Turkish, but with Arabic script, was actually a total, total, the society became totally ignorant uh, to read and to understand what it was written there. So Ahmed Avni wrote everything in Arabic script, Ottoman Turkish, but with Arabic script. So he couldn't find opportunity to publish them. He was upset and all his written heritage 
was taken by some of his followers to private uh, under private control, and most of them they give it as a donation to the museum of Mevlana Jalten Rumi. It was preserved there nearly 50 years. No one knew, no one know them. Till, till the late Selchuk professor Selchuk Eraydan, who passed away in 1995, and his friend and my professor, my hoja, uh, Professor Mustafa Tahralı. By the way, he is in hospital now, and uh, we will, uh, inshallah, pray for him. Most probably, he will have a, a small surgery, or inshallah, it will not be uh, uh, necessary. But on Monday, they will decide. The committee will decide. Uh, whether it, he will need operation or not. He is hospitalized for five days there. Today I spoke to him. So those two professors took this heritage from museum. Actually, it was, I don't want to enter. I know I witnessed how was difficult to obtain those manuscripts from the library and alhamdulillah at the end they took it then they started to work on this text and uh, one of the one of the professor Selchuk Araydan uh, suddenly in the traffic accident he passed away then Mustafa Tahralı he himself uh, alhamdulillah could succeed to uh, finish this commentary, huge commentary of Mesnevi. And Alhamdulillah, in Latin script, it was published without changing the, this, oh, they are changing only the script. They are not simplifying the Turkish language. Uh, the Turkish language as it is, as in, at the beginning of 19th century, at the beginning of this century, how it was, they preserved it, the meaning, and they only changed from Arabic into Latin uh, script, and it was published. I hardly suggest anyone who can translate it uh, from Turkish into any other languages, it would be uh, worth uh, to have, because he, as I told you, he, his sources is very tremendous sources he has been using. Uh, many commentaries on Mesnevi already written or published in India, in Iran, in everywhere he collected. So he, uh, he was uh, choosing, he was preferring some old commentators and he himself uh, put some his insights on it. So his uh, Mastavi Sharif is very important. And second book of him is Kitabu Tedbirat Ilahiyya. You know uh, the Ibn Arabis, another famous book 
on Sufi politics or esoteric politics on Tedbirat-ı İlahiye fi İslah-ı Memleket-ül İnsaniye. Ahmet Avni Efendi, he translated from Arabic into Turkish with commentary on this book. And this book also, with, uh, with the help of Professor Tahralı, rendered from Arabic script into Turkish, Latin script, and it was published. And the third book of him, Tarjimeyi Risali Vahdidi Vujud, this originally written by Imdadullah Faruqi Tahanevi from India and Persian treatise, small book, uh, Ahmed Amni Efendi translated from Persian into Ottoman language. And uh, I'm speeding up. Uh, the fourthly, Tabu Lama'at, uh, as you know, Lama'at, Divine Flushes of Farhatin Raki, uh, Ibn uh, Ahmed Amni Efendi translated from Persian into Turkish. And the fifth book of Fihi uh, Ma Fihi of Ibn Mevlana Jalta Rumi's very famous, very important book, Fihi Ma Fihi, he translated from Persian and uh, into Turkish. And Menakıbı Hazreti Mevlana Celaleddin Rumi or Spehsalar Tercümesi. As you know, this is a hagiography of Rumi and written by, composed by Feridun bin Ahmed Spehsalar. He translated from Persian. And he translated also Azizuddin Nesefi, insan Kamil, Perfect Man. He translated from uh, Persian into Turkish, under my supervision, one of my students, he has done, he uh, finished his thesis and he prepared this book into, as a thesis uh, in Turkish languages. And uh, he wrote a Khanende. Khanende, it is a collection of song words uh, of Turkish classical music Konuk wrote this work at the age of 27. When he was a 27, he composed this book, Hanende. And it, it was published, actually. And his uh, small book, which is called on Hazreti Maryam ve Isa, his commentary on Mary, Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ. And this uh, included in commentary of him in, in, on, on Fistus uh, al And another very important book of him, uh, when you will hear, it will be surprised for some, his book is Vahdede Vujud ve Vahdede Şuhud Risalesi. This book has intended to answer the criticism which the Naqshbandi Sheikh Ihsan Oz leveled at the Fusus in his Islam Tasawwufunda Vahdede Vujud. One of the late Naqshbandi scholars in Turkey, he uh, criticized Vahdede Vujud and he defended, as you know, Vahdede Vujud, Vahdede Shud, dispute. Uh, it is, has been uh, it has been long discussions. He uh, took the line of Vahdede Shuhud and made 
very strong critics of Wahdedi Wujud and criticize Ibn Arabi. Ahmed Amni Konuk, he was the first critic of Wahdedi Shuhud and Mektubat Imam Rabbani. He wrote a book on criticizing Imam Rabbani, Ahmed Faruk Serhandi. Under my supervision, one of my students, he did his MA thesis on this book and he prepared as a thesis, but it is not published yet as a thesis form now. Very important because we, we know many critics, very many opponents of Ibn Arabi, around 70 people were criticized Ibn Arabi and wrote books against him. But nobody knows that. Is there any critics of Ahmed Serhandi? Many of us uh, doesn't know, but he was one of the critics of the Imam Rabbani's Mektubat and his interpretation of Wahdedi Shuhud against Wahdedi Wujud. And he said that Wahdedi Wujud is more comprehensive than Wahdedi Shuhud. Shuhud is vision. Vision is belong to wujud, belong to being. So being is more comprehensive than seeing, according to his uh, commentary. So it comes to last book, his Fusus al Hikam, Tarjuma wa Sharhi. Again, he wrote this commentary and gave it uh, after his death. It was taken to the uh, Konya uh, Museum. And then, with the help of uh, those professors, Alhamdulillah, it was published. For just for your information, I would like to show uh, this book is two volume. Two volume, I am putting like this. It was uh, prepared and published in Latin script. What? Without simplification, the test, the language, it was written, uh, it is preserved the time of the beginning of the century, and it is available in the market. Uh, reprints and revised edition just recently published again. And what the good news is that who wants to buy it, they can buy it. Who wants to download it as a PDF? Free. You can enter the yasmalar.org. You can download it from there. Of course, if you read Turkish. So, in this uh, commentary, uh, still the teaching of Ibn Arabi is teaching Ibn Arabi's insight, Ibn Arabi's ideas in the Sufi line, it has been carried by this book in today's Turkey. I myself attended two private classes with two different Sufi masters. One of them was late Rahimahullah, he passed away four years ago, was a Hamzavi Melami Sheikh, Melami of Hamzavi branch. 
I would like to uh, say homage to his uh, his heritage, which I benefited from his uh, insight and his commentary and his personality. Uh, nearly 20 years I have attended his uh, classes, uh, who was Baha Dora Maji Efendi. With Baha Dora Maji Efendi, we read uh, from the beginning to the end all Ahmed Amini Efendi's commentary twice. Twice. So, thousand pages we started to read and Baha Efendi was commenting on this. We were questioning and answered. It was wonderful atmosphere. So secondly, another Nakshi Melami master, Ahmed Yivlik Efendi, near in Bayezid, in Karababa Derga, was teaching to his followers Ahmed Amni Efendi's commentary on Fususulikam. So Ahmed Amni Efendi's commentary, especially like Dawdul Kayseri's introduction, Ahmed Amni Efendi's introduction, around 100 pages, for me, is a good uh, summary of the introduction to Ibn Arabi's ideas. Even to my students, I always advise them, tell them that if you don't have time to read all the commentary, at least you have to read first 100 pages. Like Dawud al-Kayseri's commentaries, Muqaddimah, this Muqaddimah also, it is worth to be considered as a, a separate book, introduction to Ibn Arabi's system. Ibn Arabi's, Ibn Arabi's school pay attention too much towards the Muqaddimahs. All Muqaddimahs, Muqaddimah of Fususulikam, Muqaddimah of the other books as well, very important. Because if you know how to enter, then the end, it is not important. The important thing is initiation. Initiation is starting. If you start, if you start well, if you properly starting, uh, then Alhamdulillah, one day you will reach the end. Or otherwise, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, being on the way, it could be, uh, wonderful as well. So uh, I wanted to read some of, just for conclusion, I would like to, for the Baraka also, what he was collecting, for example, for the Maratibul Wujud, the, the leveling of the existence in the introduction, he collect from the different commentaries of the Fisusuli camp, all the terminologies. So, for example, for la ta'ayyun, for non-manifestation level, he said that many different equivalent terminology 
was being used for describing the same level, such as Vujudu Surf, for example, such as uh, I am reading, I cannot translate all of them, even you cannot translate into English, you cannot translate into Turkish or any other languages, just, just read it, just try to understand. Vujudu Surf, Zatı Sazic, Aynı Kafur, Mecihulun Nat, Ezelul Azal, Gaybul Guyub, Munkatul Isharat, Munkatul Vicdani, Kidemul Kidem, Zatı Ehadiye, Zatı Hüviye, Zatı Bila Taaddüt, Gaybu Mecihul, Mahzeni Şuun, Evveli La Nihaye, Hesti Mutlak, Kenzi Mahvi, Ehadiyeti Sırf. So it goes nearly fifty term he chose from different sources to describe only one level. So he applied this methodology to all seven levels. Maratibi Seb'a, the seven septenary constitution of the existence, he explains. So uh, I have to uh, stop somewhere.